Blog Talk we'll talk about it. to another episode of Two Lit Tuesdays right here on Indie Fire with your girl, Nakia. Guys, let me tell you, it's been one hell of a day. You know, it's been like one hell of a last month. You know, it seems like every episode for the past month, we've started out by giving and offering our condolences, you know, on behalf of myself and the show to some celebrity um, and their family, you know, who has passed away. And today is no different. You know, um, I actually want to offer my condolences to my family, um, the Brileys, the Hughes, the Farrells. You know, today we lost um, my grandmother, um, mother, you know, wife, sister, um, friends, nurse, um, confidants, you know, to many um, after a long, long illness Um and she was hospitalized, let's say, 10 days ago for a severe case of pneumonia and put on life support. And they decided today, you know, that today was the day. So um, I would like to offer and extend my condolences to my families um, in, in this, this, this time of um, bereavement. But I will say that we find comfort in knowing that, you know, she no longer struggles. She no longer suffers. Um, and without a shadow of a doubt, you know, we know that she's resting in the arms of our creator. So um, I, I talked to several family members today, and that, that's been the comfort. You know, she was in Maryland. That's been the comfort for a lot of them. It's the fact that you've had time to, you know, and then you know that, you know, all of the suffering and the struggling that she's gone through, all of that has now ceased. But um, the fact that we don't have to question where she's going to spend eternity. You know what I'm saying? We know where that's at. So for me, I'm good with that. I'm good with that right there. It's for us that are still on the earth, you know, for us to get our lives together. And I'm not, I'm not going there today. Somebody told me I need to be transparent this evening, but you know what happens when I get transparent, right? I start preaching and I ain't even on that level. All right. So it is Travel Tip Tuesday. So what I got for you very quickly, because, you know, coming up, you know, we got spring breaks coming up in the month of March and the month of April. So I'm going to, you know, shed light on this prior to so that you are knowledgeable prior to those spring breaks popping up when you, all right? So when traveling with young kids, be sure to slow down. Like, really, slow down. Don't try to do all that you can do, like if you're traveling with your girls, you, you know, your guys, you know, as a couple. You can't do everything when you have small kids. But by working around your kids' schedule, um, they will be happier, and therefore, you will be happier too, all right? 
That's my travel tip for today. Movies coming out this Friday, the 28th. We got Burden. I don't think I want to see this. Off top, I don't want to see this. It's a drama. Um, an orphan is raised with a KKK, <laughs> or with AKK, and he's persuaded to leave his girlfriend. When the clan seeks him out for vengeance, a black congregation led by a benevolent reverend takes him, his girlfriend, and her son. And wait a minute, y'all gave me the wrong info. This that's the right movie. All right, so then yeah, I want to see this one. I want to see this one. All right, cool. I want to see that one. All right, so I'm gonna go see that one Friday. I'm going to let y'all know how that one was on Monday, all right? Then also we got The Invisible Man, which is a sci-fi thriller. I want to see this one. All right, so The Invisible Man is an upcoming science fiction horror film written and directed by some dude. Um, the film is a contemporary adaptation of the novel of the same name. Y'all remember, right, the novel The Invisible Man? Yeah? You know you had to read it in high school. Yeah, so this is an ad, you know, adaptation or reboot from the film um, or from the film series, The Invisible Man. Don't think I want to see that. All right, another Bloomhouse Productions movie. And then also Wendy um, comes out Friday as well. It's a drama fantasy. Um, lost on a mysterious island, a girl fights to save her family, her freedom, and the joyous spirit of youth. Yeah, no, I don't think I want to see that one either. All right, so that's all I got. For new movies being released this Friday. If you have not seen the photograph, which dropped on the 14th, you got to check that out. If you haven't seen uh, Fantasy Island, you got to go check that out. Dropped on the 14th as well. All right? That's all I got for new news. I gave you new music yesterday. So make sure you go check that show out. Coming up this Thursday, 6.30 p.m. Eastern Standard Time, we have global multi-award-winning hip-hop artist, KZ. Y'all know the guy? That's got the song Barnyard Boogie. You know, he says it's going to be the next number one hip-hop country song. Yes, him, he's here. So make sure you learn the steps to the, to the you know, the dance. Um, so when we play that song, you know, y'all can get up and, and do your little dance when the song comes on, all right? 6.30 on Thursday. Then on Saturday, we're back. Susie and I are back, you know, sit on the couch with a of wine and give you our topics of discussion. And we have some hot topics this this um. Saturday, so I'm super excited, 7 p.m. Eastern Standard Time, to be back with you and um, with my business bestie, Susie, all right? Month of March, remember, I told you, this week right here ended up all guys, you know, on the show this week, the month of March is uh, Women's History Month, so what we're doing here on Indie Fire is we are celebrating women in music and the arts, all right? It's actually called Quest of a Woman and celebrating women in the music and the arts right here on Indie Fire. So all of our guests for the month of March will be women who are making major accomplishments, have made major moves in the music, entertainment, and arts industries, all right? For what next month has in store for um, our guests as well as the show. Can't make them all. Please, please do not miss them all, all right? If you're just tuning in, you're live right here on Super Tuesdays on Indie Fire with your girl, Nakia. And my very special guest, multi-award-winning artist, Big Greg. Big Greg debuted in 2010 with his What's It Gonna Be Like mixtape while attending college. He was able to maintain a significant following during his tenure in college. Greg would perform around campus during student activity events in anywhere in the city that permitted him. During college, Greg began to draw many comparisons to Drake because he could easily create catchy lyrics in addition to singing on tracks. His first major single, Like a Stripper, 
received regional acclaim around the South, which led to many tours. Greg's first award came in 2015 as he won the Hip Hop Artist of the Year at the Charlotte Music Awards International, CMAI. Later that year, writing off his new single and performance from the CMAI, Big Greg filled the Hollywood Music and Media HMMA nomination for his new hit single, Like a Stripper. In 2016, Greg nabbed the Matador Green Energy Drink theme song contest, which plays his anytime he performs around the country. That same year, 2016, his follow-up singer, a single, You Can Have It All, won the Hollywood Music and Media Awards for Song of the Year in Hollywood, California. His third single, Oh No, featuring label mate and social media icon. Now look here. We debated this on on the Valentine's Day show. We're going to find out what it is tonight, guys, if it's La Truth or if it's L.A. Truth, all right? So his third single, Oh No, features label mate and social media icon, La Truth, L.A. Truth, was recently released. Any fire listening audience, I present to you this evening my very, very special guest, multi-award-winning artist, Big Greg. You. Oh, no, wait, wait, wait. Hold on, we got <laughs> So I was late coming in the studio tonight because I had reasons. My people over here was late bringing my guests in because they was waiting on me. Now y'all late with the applause. So we're going to try this again. All right, here we go. Live on Indie Fire, <laughs> Two Lit Tuesdays with multi-award winning artist Big Greg. Hi. <laughs> Hi. help is so hard to find, I swear. How you doing? Oh, my God. I'm good. You telling me there's not real people in the studio applauding right now? <laughs> <laughs> so the applause is real. My team in here, they're real, but that applause was, you know what I'm saying. You know how that applause goes. Yeah. Yeah. So let me go ahead and say thank you so much. I know this was very, very short notice. We got your track. Um, let's see. The Valentine's Day show was like the 15th. I think we got your track like the 13th or the 14th, and then that following week, I was like, yeah, we need to get him on the show, right? Then I found that you have yeah. this, you know, event tomorrow night, and I was like, oh, hell, we really need to get him on, you know, prior to that event. And I'm thankful that it just worked out perfectly that you were able to, you know, put us in your very hectic schedule, because like I told you, I saw your page, so I know you're very busy. So I'm thankful <laughs> that you were able to get in, you know, top it up with me a little bit, share with my listening audience as well as myself all that it takes, you know, to to make Big Greg um, and, and why you're so passionate about what you do. So thank you, thank you for being here with me this evening. No, man, thank you all for having me. I'm Just like you said, I'm very busy, tired, but I'm glad to be on the show, for real. For real. I'll tell you, I'll tell you. So I want to start, like, from the very beginning. You know, a lot of my artists, um, a lot of my guests, they've always gotten their their beginning in the church, their roots yeah. were in the church, whether they uh, yeah. were drugged to church, you know what I'm saying, made to listen to the choir, <laughs> or whether they were, you know, participated in the choir themselves. How did you, your passion, you know, grow for music? Uh, yeah, I mean, I, I, music in general, that grew in the church. Um, my mom was a singer, and, um, I, you know, they both, my mom and my dad started a church together. And they needed a drummer, and so I just I was the only person left. My brother was playing guitar, my mom was playing the keyboard, so I just jumped jumped on the drum set, and uh, the rest is history. Like I taught myself how to play the drums, pretty good at it. Don't like to toot my own horn, but yeah, that's when I fell in love with music at the church. 
Wow, that's interesting. Um, I think you've probably been the first to – so you a PK? <laughs> yeah, I guess so. Yeah, yeah, so am I. So am I. So <laughs> most everybody – yeah, yeah. Grandma drug him to church, you know what I'm saying? Um, my last yeah. guest last night was just like, you know, Grandma had him in the church every every Friday night. You know, he most of wow. was in the club, he was in church, he was on the usher board, <laughs> and I was like, whoa, yeah. Yo, I remember all of that, you know what I'm saying? Yeah, but no I one has ever came up here and been like, yes, yes. <laughs> they started threatening Wednesday nights, and I was like, no, I can't, yes. I can't do that now. That's crazy now. <laughs> Yo, as I got older, as I got older, my mother started to do like um because I was everywhere she wasn't, you know, then she wanted to do like online Bible study. You know, this probably been like 10 years ago. You know what I'm saying? Wow. She would get on the phone like we do a conference call, be on the phone like every Wednesday with this online Bible study and I thought, you know, in the beginning it was it was good, you know what I'm saying? And then all of a sudden it just yeah. took on like I, I couldn't do it. Like you know, I I couldn't do it. Like I was flashing back to younger <laughs> days and stuff. Yo, yeah. So I feel you. I feel you on that right there. Oh, when yeah. it comes to oh, so, yeah. so your mother, you got it from both your mother and your father. So you got it honest. Um, how would you describe your musical style now? Do you take remnants of what you you learned in the church? Do any of you know? You say you, you don't want to toot your horn as far as being a drummer is concerned, but does any of that you know? Um, coincide with you as an artist today yeah yeah um uh for a more direct answer like my specific rhythm that i have i'm able to do more words um within the within the beat so like some people can just do the basic you know rhyme scheme within the beat and i can i can freak it a little bit more because i got a little bit more rhythm than the average person um but as far as my overall uh my overall style, it's like, I, I think the church did influence more of a, mel- a melodic kind of sound. Uh, I've been thinking about it a lot l- lately. I was like, I don't even know if I'm a rapper, you know what I'm saying? I just feel like I'm an artist, you know, because I right, know right. if, you, if you listen to some of my music, it's not even, some of it's not even, not even rap, you know what I mean? So, uh, right. and um, <laughs> the more melodic stuff is like what I, what I like the most. I just, you know, can't sing, so, you know what I'm saying, I just got to rap. I don't know what it is. <laughs> but uh, I think the church just kind of made it, like, more melodic, and that's what I connect with more. So what what type of music does Big Greg listen to? I really do like R&B music more than I even like rap. But, um, but I mean, a good rap song will hold me longer than an R&B song. But I, I, I really do kind of like... And it's not like real R&B is out anymore. Like right now, it's like Trey right. Songz type up upscale R&B. I kind of like that stuff. Or something like um, like my first track on my CD that hasn't come out yet that we're working on. Um, it's just like me and a guitar and um, another mm. young lady who sings. But I was doing the I was doing the verses and and now I love that stuff. I love that. That's what I was waiting for because you know most people can name all of their influences. And talk about everybody that they listen to, and and people neglect to mention themselves. You know, don't, oh, yeah. don't listen to yourself. You don't, you know, you know what I'm saying. You don't listen to anything that you you do. So, because I feel like there's <laughs> there's the potential for growth when you can constantly oh, listen yeah. to yourself. You can find things that are wrong in your music. You know, not just listening to what somebody else tells you if they critique your music, 
But if you yourself can hear things and can pick out, you know, uh, maybe I need to change this or, you know, this is starting to grow on me. You know, my style may be looking up to this right here. So if you can listen to your own music and find growth within yourself, I think that is, that's amazing right there. Now, you mentioned this, this, this track right here on the forthcoming CD. All right, so if you look at that track and and look at look go back to I don't know 2010 or 11 with like a stripper, all right? Have you yeah. tell me the growth? Tell me the growth that you've seen in not only your music but yourself as well from 2010 2011 to to now. Well, well between between those two tracks, um, you know, as music grows, you kind of try to you know, do what's popping or whatnot. So like a stripper, we needed something to um, make the club go crazy. And, and it did its job. You know, it definitely, it definitely made the club go crazy. But, um, but I wasn't really talking about nothing. I was just talking about nothing. So, uh, <laughs> but then when you talk about this, this track that I just brought up called, it's actually called G4 um, with a young lady named Chelsea Locklear you look her up she'll be on the show right after you look her up i promise you um she um sings amazing and i was actually talking about stuff in that song and i'm I'm pretty sure we're going to try to put that song out. even though it's like an intro it, it's one of those that can be played on the radio um we're going to try to put that out soon but that song is actually talking about things that i have physically um gone through in my life so that's where that growth went i was talking about the club and shaking and then going growing to this right here where I'm discussing things that I've actually been through. Even if I mean you have to probably listen to it two or three times and you realize, oh, oh, okay, yeah, he went through something right there. He kinda of threw it in there, but he did go through something. That that's amazing. When I talk to artists and they tell me they give me some simplistic um, you know, yeah, like um you know, now I I I I can freestyle. You know what I'm saying? Um, yeah. What? Like that's that's what you've seen in the past eight years. You now can freestyle. Like I could do that. I'm garbage with it, but I could do it. You know what I'm saying? So you have to be able to see the growth in in yourself. And I like oh what you said God. about you know, um, like a stripper, and how at the time you you had to put out something that was really gonna, you know, pop for your listening audience. And when it comes to yeah. writing your music, you know, and then you said with this new track. Um, with Chelsea, you know, how it, it's so relatable because it talks about your real-life experiences. But do you feel like you're the type of artist back then or even now that conforms to standards, you know, or are you an out-of-the-box type of artist? I think I am. I might be out of the box a, a little bit. Um, I'm not completely out of the box. Uh I I guess I I grew up like like you said when I grew up in the church I didn't get to listen to a lot of mu- a lot of hip hop music so whatever I right. did here was just the basic songs on the radio so those are the kind of songs that I like to make and the ones that are, that come very easy to me and there are other artists who make the ones that um that you need to have on the album but they can't necessarily be played on the radio some people make those right. a lot easier. But I'm really good at making the radio ones because that's all I grew up listening to. Um, so I, I don't, I don't know. I I just think I think that I'm good at making these radio tracks. And um, I lost my train of thought. What were What were you asking me? I can't even remember the question. 
are are you and I, I want to know because you know how so many artists haven't found their true identity and I feel like you've been in the game long enough to to say I'm big oh, red yeah. and say that with your chest out you know what I'm saying so I'm yeah. asking you know are you are you out of the box with your music and what right. you do how your brand is represented or do you conform to the standards of how the industry has made all of these other cookie cutter artists nowadays? You know what I'm saying? With the one right. tune, right. everybody sounds the same, and they're talking about shit that right. is not really relatable to what's going on in their lives. You know, what, where do you fall in all of that? I, I think I'm in the middle because I, I can touch it. I feel like it's necessary. You know, once you, you had a lot of, if you're by yourself and doing what you want to do, I mean, do what you want to do. But I got a team. That I, that's with me, and um, if the people want to hear a certain type of thing, I can touch on it and still keep my swag in it. You know, I feel like people that don't try to evolve and and um, try to stay, you know, not on the wave but near the wave, I feel like those yeah. people are the ones that are hating on the wave and just fall further behind. You know, yeah. so. Um, I try to stay above in front of the wave. Like I feel like my specific um, style hasn't been done yet. So therefore, you know, I'm still able to keep doing like what I'm doing and it'll still be something new and something different. Um, So I have not completely, yeah, I'm not mumbling out here, but I do, you know, I can put a little kind of swag on, on my, my verse that kind of sounds like what, what you hear these days oh no is a good example of that it's not completely mumbling but i I am kind of you know a little bit all over the place kind of like they are today on songs so most important i'm in the middle what i what i took from all that you just said not just being in the middle but the fact that um evolving is so relevant and not losing your true identity in in anything that you do even if you are in the middle you still bring a different, you know, flavor to um, what these other artists are, are putting out there. And so if you cannot right. see this, that word growth again, if you cannot see evolving, elevating, if you cannot see the growth, you know, then I something's wrong, most definitely. Something's right. wrong. So uh, it's good to be, yeah. I think it's good to be in the middle, have a little bit of both sides, mm-hmm. I think. Mm-hmm. I think. I like it. I like it. So what is what's your songwriting process like? What comes first for you? You gotta have your lyrics like, oh first and then the beat, or no, I gotta the beat have the first beat first. Beat first. Beat first. <laughs> I do the hook first. I love the hook. Like that's the easiest thing for me. And like I said, a lot of people struggle. I love the hook because I think that's what people connect with the most. Like yeah. they have to listen to the song ten times to to, to um, memorize the verse, but the hook. That was the easiest for me. I can write hooks all day long, um, but the lyrics to the track, you forget that. I'll be two months on one song. Like, you know, <laughs> I'm giving up. Can yeah. I get a ghostwriter? I'm done with it. You know, I found my niche. I had to let that alone. That wasn't for me, most definitely. That wasn't for me. So I want to talk about, like, I got back-to-back. I have, you know, it's one thing to win, um, you know, an award, um, it's, it's one thing to be nominated for an award. It's another thing to win that award, but then to win multiple awards. Like I have, I have a list. I only mentioned what was in his brief <laughs> bio, but I got a list of awards that he's won. And, you know, I mentioned our guest on Thursday, 
is also multi-award winning. Um, and I get excited when I have guests like that on the show. Um, that that oh, I know show him. that yeah, you know. That's my man. You know him? Yes. I'm in love with yeah. that song, I swear. But um, I get excited when I have guests on the show because, like this because it shows that not only um, are they passionate about what they're doing and they're putting more than just their mouth, you know, behind what they – because people could talk all day. You know, I do this, I do that, I do that. But actions speak so much louder than these words when you see these awards that they're winning. You know, and then it also, um, their listening audience, you know what I mean? Um, how they perceive them in a different way with these awards, you know? And, and my listening audience is like, oh, my gosh, you got, like, all these multi-award winning artists. Like, who is this? You know what I'm saying? So I get excited when I have guests like this on the show. So I want to talk about, like, your first award. Your first award back in 2015 when you won Hip Hop Artist of the Year. Like, can you remember the feeling? I know it's been a minute, but can you remember the feeling of the first award that you ever won? Can I remember the feeling? Which one was that? Was that the Carolina Music? This was the uh, Hip Hop Artist of the Year at the Charlotte Music Awards International. Yeah. Oh, my God. Yeah. I couldn't. You know what? I actually tried out for that, I'm pretty sure, one time before that. And I was. I think I was close that time, and but I didn't win that that first time. So I felt both the winning and losing um, – and that was like one of the first things I'd done, and I lost it the first time. The second time when I won it, it was it was an unbelievable feeling. Especially um, everybody stayed like that participated in it. They stayed after, and they thought I was off the chain. They talking to me afterwards. You know, I, I thought it was it was out of body experience. It was it was great. And I'm just looking at the awards and the nominations, and it seems like you were nominated and a finalist you know, for like a 14, 15, as advanced, 15, you won, and it's like you started winning. Like, you know, he won yeah. the Charlotte Music Award. You know, he won the Matador Green Energy Drink Award, Charlotte Music Award that winner. Um, Hollywood Music and Media nomination and award winner, you know, got the winner. Is it Google? Music Artist of the Month, you know what I'm saying? So it's just like yeah. once he started winning, you know, he was on a roll, you know what I'm saying? So what was your oh, yeah. energy level like? I know that it's high. Because we do we do an award show um, annually. We do an award show every January um, for all of our guests who have been on the show. We have 22 different categories, um, and it's huge for me. That that's huge to me. I don't. I'm not the winner. You know, I'm not even nominated. I'm just the host. <laughs> but it that's huge for right. me. So what what's right. your energy level like? You know what I'm saying? Stepping on stage and, and, and receiving your awards. So I feel like I'm, you know, in, in the presence of a celebrity right now. So I, I want to talk no, about no. the Matador Green Energy Drink theme song contest Huge. because they played your theme song at all of their functions and they sponsored you oh, yeah. at, you know, events. So what was it like to win that award? That was, I think, in my opinion, that was the biggest award because, um, it's not about money, but they, like, you know what I'm saying, they put up a lot of money for me afterwards. Um, flew right. me out to L.A. Um, they had a big event downtown, Charlotte, North Carolina, and uh, on the main stage I performed their song, and they let everybody know that I won the competition. It was a world, worldwide competition. So um, that was crazy. And I, that song, I listen to it now, I don't even know how I did that. It, it just, it was big. It was big. And then it's like a, I got like two years of that that energy drink for free, <laughs> so I was 
women in that energy field. Wow. Uh, <laughs> so it was it was really big, man. I appreciate them. And, and then I started performing at some colleges, and they would come out and put up billboards. And at the um, Panthers games, they had me out there performing, playing the music. It was it was it was really good. It was a good feeling. So would you say that thus far that has been the biggest accomplishment for you um, for your music career? Um, yeah, it's about neck and neck with that um, Hollywood Music and Media Award. Now that one is. Oh yeah. Yeah, that one's yeah, huge. Yeah. Like it's got other stars involved with it, and um, and that was that was really big. I, I don't even think they, they, uh, my manager tries to uh, mess with me and be like, "Man, you about to cry on the stage?" I was like, "Man, I'm about to cry, I'm a man." You know what I'm saying? <laughs> but I, it just brought me like standing on the stage with all those people is a huge stage. Um, uh, the same day, the same time, I won. Justin Timberlake won an award. Um, and I can't remember who. I think it was Pink also won an award there that day. Um, uh, Pink did not wow. show up, but Justin sent like a video. He sent a video saying thank you, and they already sent him his award. Um, so it was huge for me to be on the stage. And I told them I was like, look, I came from recording in my kitchen to being on the stage, and that you know that did kind of hit me. You know what I'm saying? So that was yeah. really big for me um, and reassuring too. You know, because sometimes you you wonder if it's working and if it's worth it and you know, and those things right there give you an extra boost um to keep going. That's awesome. I typically save this question for the end, but you talked about reassurance and giving the boost. So listening right now, an up and coming artist, you know, and they've they've been writing music for years. Um they may have just yeah. put out their first single. Um but they're still kind of stuck. You know, like, I don't know what what's my my next step. But they hear you talking tonight, and they hear you talk about how you've gone from the kitchen, and they may have been in that same predicament. I was in the kitchen last yeah. week, you know, but I got my income tax money, and now I'm in the studio today, you know, but I don't know what my next move is, you know. So what piece yeah. of advice could you offer to this up-and-coming artist? You know, what what could you say to them to keep them pushing and, and uh, give them reassurance? I would say... um, the safe things I would say is, you know, investing yourself. That's one thing a lot of artists don't think is a big deal, but it, it actually is like, you gotta, you gotta invest in yourself. If you're not willing to invest in you, then um, you're not getting no $7 million contract from somebody else to invest in you because you wouldn't even right. spend, um, you know, 60, $50 an hour for studio time um, to, to get that song where you want it to uh, the level you want it to be. Um, also, you know, don't give up, you know, that's a lot of people I started with and that's a a verse I put in a song. Um, they're not here no more, you know? And, um, I mean, I hate to say that brought me up a little bit higher, but it did. And I'm still here and I'm still grinding and I'm not, you know, exactly where I want to be, but I'm actually past where I thought I would be. So, um, I just say don't give up and it seems, you know, things get hard, but that's the stuff that makes you strong. It's like working out, you know, it gets harder, but you are getting stronger at the same time. So don't give up, you know, that's the biggest, biggest advice. Don't give up and invest in yourself and get out there too. get yourself out there. You know, sometimes like a lot of people don't like performing at little clubs and, you know, sometimes I perform for free. You know, just because I, I mean, if I go out and gain two or three fans, I'm, I'm fine with that. 
I'm good with that. So if you got to, it's a must that you can help somebody out that you know, you know, and they can help you back out somehow, you know, get out there, get your name out there. Don't be scared to perform. That's, that's awesome. Awesome pieces of advice. Guys, again, I tell you, when these artists come on the show and they drop these gems, make sure that you're absorbing everything that you're telling you. Uh, they're telling, yeah, they're telling you, um, because a lot of this is they've gone through trial and error themselves. You know, they haven't perfected yeah. it, but they've gone through it, and they know what works. You yeah. know what I'm saying? So when they tell you this information, grasp it, you know, and make it applicable to all parts, not just your music career. You know, make it applicable to all parts of your life. I want to jump into your latest track, right? We had the opportunity to play this um, on our anti-Valentine's Day show on the 15th of this month, and I think it, it was in rotation, began in rotation last Monday as well. I don't want to play it last yeah, Monday. Yeah, buddy. Right, so, but I want you to go ahead, just talk a bit, a little bit about Oh No, uh, and then I want you to introduce your track, and then we're going to give it to the people. Okay. Oh No is a song I did with my brother, L.A. Truth, um, or La Truth, however you want to say it. Uh, but <laughs> I, when I wrote the song, it was about... Um, you know, I'm just poking fun at something that's real. Like, I mean, it's, it is real. Like, people, you know, they got side chicks and side dudes out here. So it is a real issue, but I was kind of poking fun at it. Poking fun at it, you know what I'm saying? Like, um, you and, and it's, it could be me, you know what I'm saying? Like, I'm a, I've always been the nice guy. So the song is about, you know, the nice guy. You know, he does everything, right? You know, but he just ain't got no money like the other guy. So... That's what that song is about. <laughs> Sad, but that's, that's true. It's happening out there. It is happening. All right. So this right here is Oh No featuring uh, La Truth or L.A. Truth and Big Greg right here on Indie Fire. Yeah, yeah. Mm, yeah. 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 A said she got a man, mm-hmm. said he's doing what he can. Mm-hmm. It sound like a good man, said he's doing what he should. Mm-hmm. Try to take out the hood, mm-hmm. said he treat her real good, baby girl. But your man ain't got no dough. Mm-hmm. He's sick and tired of hearing, ain't got no more. He ain't getting paid, ain't got no show. And when I hit the stage, they go front row. Oh no, oh no, oh no, oh no. He looking through your phone, that's a no no, no no. He gon' see them texts that I sent you And all them different places that we've been to Yeah, by the way, where you been to? Feeling like a week or it's been to He gon' try to buy you a bench too, a bench too But he can't pay your rent too, rent too He listen what you went to, into But I can't do that, you already knew that Now he begging for a second chance, already blew that Yeah, I'm the man, say the least Throwing money while your man pay the least Baby girl, I ain't telling you to cheat I'm just saying, make the call, we can leave You got a man, mm-hmm. said he's doing what he can mm-hmm. He sound like a good man, said he's doing what he should mm-hmm. Trying to take out the hood, mm-hmm. said he treat her real good Baby girl, but your man ain't got no dough He's sick and tired of hearing, ain't got no more He ain't getting paid, ain't got no show And when I hit the stage, they go front row In my room, like you ain't got a shirt, got a shirt. Matter of fact, he ain't gotta work, work. You looking at me funny like this ain't gotta work. Oh no. I told you how to 
fan, oh no He tell me how to top that, top that Stop telling me to stop that, stop that Can't hold on to your top hat, top hat Cause we roll on with the top back, top back yeah. And why they got it cocked back, yeah. cocked back yeah. You know they need to stop that, yeah. stop that yeah. And girl, you know I'm playing, you know I'm playing Better not tell him where hey, I'm staying. He said he got a man, mm-hmm. said he's doing what he can. Mm-hmm. He sound like a good man, said he's doing what he should. Mm-hmm. Trying to take out the hood, mm-hmm. said he treat her real good. Baby girl, but your man ain't got no dough. He's sick and tired of him, ain't got no more. He ain't getting paid, ain't got no show. And when I hit the stage, they LA. go from she got a man, but it's cool though. It's cool I got a wifey, I'm just trying to get my groove on. Pick and choose, stick and move like I'm bullrog. Got me hopping in a boat like a bullfrog. Now I'm playing, I ain't creeping with these dirty, dirty. Same chicks that the crew for 30 bucks. I know you heard of us. I know you heard of us. Big Greg, LA Troop, I know you heard of us. I keep my eyes on the money, I never chase a chick. The more paper, more go get some dividends. I ain't trying to get with you, shorty. I got some single friends, but you sexy as hell. You got it going on. Shaking that so fast, I want to take you home. Short skirt bending over so I can see you gone. Caramel complexed, body shaped like me alone. Mine's cool if you just want to be alone. You got a man, said he's doing what he can. He sound like a good man, said he's doing what he should. Trying to take out the hood, said he treat her real good, baby girl. But your man ain't got no dough. He's sick and tired of him, ain't got no more. He ain't getting paid, ain't got no show. And when I hit the stage, they go from Hey, yo, what's good? It's your boy, Jerusalem, from the Scarfella Music Group. And you on the air with the hottest station, Andy Fire. Andy Fire. With your host, Lil Timmy and Nakia. Right here. Right on the here. Right here. Right here. All the hottest right hip-hop hits, Andy Fire. Let's get it. Let's get it. Let's get it. So just tuning in, you're live right here on Andy Fire. Two Lit Tuesdays, yeah, with your girl, Nakia. And my very, very special guest, you just heard him, Big Greg, out of Charlotte, North Carolina. Who do we just have out of North yeah, Carolina? Yeah. Oh, Stitch, out of Raleigh, North Carolina, was on a little earlier this month. Yeah. So, um, oh, I'm from Raleigh, too. Um, yeah, yeah. I'm from Raleigh too. You know him? No, but I'm from Raleigh. Like, I'm 919. That's my... Oh, got you, got you, got you. All right. All right, 919. Raleigh in the house. All right. So, foreign <laughs> um, <laughs> languages to me, but all right. Um, so, that, that track right there, um, I think I was trying to find, we were listening to it when we heard it for the first time. Uh, my co-host that night um, was a little little tipsy. Well, we both were a little tipsy, but we had to go back and listen to it <laughs> after the show. Right? But this one line kept sticking out to us. Um, the line about hopping in the throat like a bullfrog. For some reason, I don't know why. <laughs> oh, so y'all some freaks, man. Yeah, you know what I'm saying? <laughs> that line just stood out, you know what I'm saying? So every time I hear it, like, I anticipate that that line. Like, I don't hear nothing else. I mean, I know I hear the hook, but I anticipate that line. I'll be ready for that. Then I just sit there and giggle, like, the whole time after that. You know, yeah. But that that's right there, funny. that's the thing. It's in rotation on New Music Mondays. Um. I'm ready to hear this track with you and Chelsea for some for some reason. Yeah. So I want you to get that to me, and I'm gonna be I'm gonna be touching you know bases with her after the show. 
Um, I don't know if you heard me talking about what we're doing for the month of March on the show, but I definitely want to, you know, see if she's interested in being on, you know, for the month of March. Um, But as an independent artist, you know, I know that in general go through a lot. But I feel like independent artists, because they're doing everything, even if they have a team, they're doing everything, you know, on their own. Um, Have you suffered any skepticism or, you know, resistance from the industry as an independent artist? Um, just what everybody has told me, you know, about the messed up contracts and stuff like that. Um, you can tell when people tell their story and how they're passionate about certain things that it's like, it's a real, it's a real problem. So there are some real problems out there in the industry that, and I believe these people when they, when they tell me, I'm sure there's good deals out there. But um, for the most part, a lot of them I heard were just uh, not good at all. So with that being said, how how important to you is it that not only are you able to, you know, um, create your own music, perform your own music, but to know the business side of the industry as well? Well, you know, honestly, I got a really good manager, Cody Logan, and um, he – he does a lot of the business side. And I know that um, a lot of, like, maybe some a big artist who's signed to a big label, they probably don't know as much as I know because I'm a little bit closer with my manager and the moves that he makes. Um, so I know a little bit about how things work behind the scenes. And um, that goes along with that growth thing we talked about um, earlier. Because right. when I was in the kitchen, you know what I'm saying, I wasn't doing none of this stuff that, I'm learning right now, which, um, you know, has worked very well for me so far. So, um, yeah, I think, you know, I've learned a lot about what goes on behind the scenes being an indie artist and um, a lot of other people who sign these big deals, you know, it's just a bigger machine just working and they have no clue what's going on. And if it doesn't work out, then they're back at square one because they still Mm -hmm. don't know how the business works. Mhm. It's very important. Like back in the day, you could just get, you know, take your pad out, write the music, get in the studio, record, and trust that someone else is going to ensure that you know it gets to the proper channels. Um, well, prior to that, that it's mixed and mastered properly, that it gets to the proper channels, you know, for distribution, and you know that you're gonna get your yeah. text. There was somebody that that did all that, and you trusted that individual, but. Now it is so important that you, the artist, know every aspect because this is not just your, you know, a lot of artists, it's just not a career, you know, it's your livelihood. So you don't want to just go into somebody else's hands and be like, you know, hey, you got it, run with it. No, you need to make sure that that individual is running in the right direction, you know, with your livelihood. So it is very, very vital now that artists know every aspect of the music industry and it changes. You know, when I stepped on the scene like 10 years ago, stuff for me, you know, maybe weekly, my mentor would send me information and be like, you know, make sure you catch up on this. Make sure you're knowledgeable on this. You know what I'm saying? And now stuff is changing by the minute. You know what I'm saying? I can get an email telling me one thing, and then a minute later, like, that's been revised. Like, no, you need to do it this way. Or, you know what I'm saying? <laughs> this needs to be done oh, this yeah. way. So, yeah, you got you to gotta stay on top of it. You really do. It's a full-time job. Amen. You know, it's not... Uh, and, and for me, 
it was always, you know, something that I, it was a hobby for me as an artist. It was a hobby. You know, I wasn't passionate about, I was passionate about everything else involved in the industry, not, you know, as an artist. And so um, when you are passionate about what you're doing, you, you chase that thing. You chase it down. It chases you in your sleep. You know what I'm saying? So oh, yeah. you got to be on oh, top yeah. of everything that you do when it comes to your music career. I believe that's my opinion. I agree. Um, I agree. What makes you? What makes Big Greg so special? Like one, what one ingredient makes you so special as a performing artist? Um, mm, there's a couple, but um, you know, um, I think my performances are pretty are pretty good. I think those are pretty good. Um, and and it's like a little cheat code because I don't really curse in my music. Uh, at least not yet, and um, I, so I've been able to perform everywhere. I've been able to perform in front of kids, um, ever, just everywhere, and I, I've That's been around fun. like shows. Yeah, I've been around shows where um, or little performances like at festivals that other artists. Well, I specifically remember a festival here in Charlotte. Another artist he couldn't even do all of his songs because there were kids walking around and stuff. So. Um, I think that's what kind of sets me aside, my, my performance. And, you know, they're really, really good. You can hear what I'm saying, and, 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 and I can do them almost everywhere. Now, I know that you have um, a performance tomorrow night. You want to talk about that a little? Yeah, yeah. I've been, and, you know, I was supposed to send my music in for that performance, but I'm just kind of, kind of don't know exactly which songs I wanted to do. Like, do I want to do a turn-up song, or do I want to do, like, I did a um, um, a song for, you know, uh, Kobe and his family, and I felt like I wanted to do that, but I don't know what the, uh, is the environment going to accept that, you know what I'm saying? It's kind of like a, you know, you know, go crazy kind of, you know, environment. So I'm working on that right now, trying to put together, like, what I want to do. I should have already sent it in, so I hope it's not too late. But I'm performing at Radio Ready on South Boulevard. Um, um, it's at Audio Box Studios, and it's gonna be a movie. Like it's gonna be crazy. It's gonna be crazy. I've been calling people. You know, I really don't do that much, but I've been calling people individually. Like, hey, pull up, pull up, pull up. So it's, it's gonna be a movie out there. And that's tomorrow night. What time? Doors open at what time? I don't even know. I think I think it starts at eight. I'm gonna be there early though. You know. All right, and that's in Charlotte, yeah? Yes, yeah, Charlotte on South Boulevard at um, Audio right. Box Studios. It's like one of the biggest studios we got here in Charlotte. All right, you guys, if you're in the area, um, he already said pull up. So pull up. It's going to be a movie, all right? <laughs> I can't yeah, wait to and read all about it. And then yeah, after that, what do you have coming yeah. up? What's coming up after that? Got the music for stopping. What do I have coming up? I got a lot of stuff. (laughs) I got a lot of stuff. So I just I just got back from LA, um, shooting this um, music video with this um, young cat out of LA. Uh, His name is LJ, Um, and it's a song called "Wasting No Time." I'm just waiting for that video. Like if you saw my page, you know I've been posting up a couple videos from the video shoot and it's just right. it was crazy how it, it looks good so far so I'm, I'm ready for that to come out i'm sure it's gonna come out soon i don't know if you know lj but his dad his dad's name is rome he made that i can't remember the name of that song but a really 
popular song I saw on YouTube had like 31 million views. Um, you you mean LJ, the artist? Yeah, LJ. Yeah, Rome, old school. Yeah, old school Rome. We actually interviewed him on my previous show, probably about four years oh, ago. Crazy. Um, we interviewed him that's on crazy. on Independent Everything. Yep. <laughs> wow. I just did a I did a yep. I did a song and I, and we just recorded the video in L.A. with his son. So that's crazy. Yeah, Rome. Rome was the jit back in the day, boy. Yes, that old school Rome. <laughs> yes, sir. No, it's cool. Yeah, I, as I told, I told him. <laughs> yeah, yes. yeah, yeah. His son, his son, killing the game right now. So shout out to uh, LJ in LA. Um, I got a song, a crazy song. I know I'm probably making you excited about all these songs, but I did a song <laughs> with a band called um, Falling Through April, and this, that one's crazy because they're like a uh, kind of like a rock band. A rock so band. It is. Mm. I'm telling you, that song is crazy. I, yeah, I'm telling you, it is crazy. It is gonna do something. And they already said they wanted to shoot a video. I don't know what it is with me doing collabs, and they just want to do a video. I'm ready though. You know what I'm saying? I'm ready to shoot the video for. Them. Where are they located at? They're in Charlotte as well, um, but they travel um, all over, and they're one of those bands like that you just mentioned earlier. That this is their livelihood; like they got to perform, and so they can eat. Yeah. So they get yeah. in a van and they go wherever they got to go, and they get it in. And um, I met them. Where did I meet them? At? I think I met them in Hollywood. I met them in Hollywood when I was um, when I went to that award show, and we just kept in touch ever since. And they were like, "Man, let's just do a song." We did it, man. I'm telling you, that song is crazy. That song is crazy. I can't wait to hear that one either. I'm going to have them all. That's all right. Keep talking about I'm going to get them all. I'm going to get them all. <laughs> I know. As we'll an independent artist, what, what's the biggest barrier that you've had to overcome as an independent artist? Um, hmm. That's a good question. Um. Uh, I guess, you know, you know, sometimes you, you know, you, you come, you come in as second best to other artists and, you know, <laughs> people out here signed to bigger labels, you know, you know, you come, you got to open up for them and, you know, you right. gotta, and they, people not excited about you, they're excited about them, you know, and you, right. gotta, you coming out to do what you got to do to get your name out there. You know, and some, you know, I just, you know, I've been through a little bit doing this, you know, to people turning the mic off on stage and doing, you know, just underestimating who I am. And, you know, so those people, those people, you know, got left behind and and I'm here where I'm at now and, you know, they're wrong. So that's also something, you know, for the people up and coming artists to think about, man, you know, people not going to believe in you. Like you believe in you, and you just gotta keep doing you, and don't worry about them, and and you you'll be where you need to be because that's what happened to me. You know. Wow. So. Yeah. Speaking of performances, <clears throat> if you could perform anywhere in the world with any artist that are alive, what would your dream venue be, and the artist or artists? That you would perform with? Dang, I have never thought about that. Um, you know, 
Who do I like right now? Let's see. You know, I think I've always said I wanted to um, do a song with Rihanna, you know, and I don't care where we do it at. We could do it uh, in my garage if you want to. But, um, <laughs> but I always wanted to do something with Rihanna. But, you know, there's so many other uh, people coming out now, you know what I'm saying, especially women that are killing it right now. So I don't know. She might she might have to hit the back burner um, for one of these other, like Summer Walker or something like that. Oh, yeah. Or her yeah. or something like that. Yeah. You know, that'd be nice. That'd be nice. I ain't performing with no. I mean, I, I'll rock with another rapper, but, you know, my dream thing is, you know, maybe a lady to work with. Wow. That's the first. Yeah. Most everybody wants, you know, I want to get on stage with Pharrell or Tupac, you know, or Drake. Right, right, right. Dude, yesterday was Lil Wayne, you know, Lil Wayne was his idol. Right. He wanted to get on stage with Lil Wayne, yeah, but most guys, and even females, you know, they they say like an R&B male singer. No one's ever said, yeah. like, you know, a female singer. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. I, I think I would come to that garage. Oh. I would come to the garage for the any of those collaborations. I would. Real, so yeah, this whole right neighborhood be the, the whole neighborhood. <laughs> <laughs> Definitely. <laughs> Yeah, we got to work on that. We got to work on that. Yes, most definitely. Come on, Cody, get on that now. Get on that. Yeah. <laughs> Neighborhood <laughs> block party, yeah. Me yes. and Riri on stage. So, on which That's one of dope. your songs do you feel like you've delivered, you know, your best performance so far from either an emotional or a technical point of view? Hmm. Oh. Um. I would have to say, hmm. Well, there's there's a lot of songs that are in the vault too that y'all haven't heard yet. Um, but uh, I don't know. Maybe maybe this one uh, G4 with me and Chelsea. Maybe you know that was like my best. That was that was a good that was a good song. I was talking about some real stuff in there. Um, I think that might have been it. It might have been it. I'm trying to think. Make sure I'm. Conf- confirming that i think that might have been it that might have been it uh me and chelsea's song um i just talked about some real stuff like going going to college from high school you know they told me not to go because my grades weren't good um but my mom went behind my back and signed me up and i got accepted and um oh what that was that was crazy i didn't even know that's what happened because I, I my mom called me and told me i got into college i was like mom working i'm at i'm at work when she called me I'm like, I don't know what you what you talking about. I didn't sign up for no college, and she had already signed me up. It's crazy. That that was crazy. Wow, that was crazy. that's the first right there. Yeah. Never heard that one either. No, that's real. That's real. I hope they can't take my degree back in nothing, but <laughs> yeah, big up to mom. Big up to mom on that. You know, um, the things that we go through as as parents, and you know, how much more thankful are you now? When you hear people talk negatively to you and about you and tell you what they feel that you can accomplish, but then you always got that one woman or man, you know, because it could be your father, that has always been there. They've always pushed you. They've always encouraged you. They've always known your destiny. You know, prior to you even being born, your mother knows stuff like this. So look at, I mean, could you imagine where you would be at if you had not have pursued that degree? 
Right. And to right. say that job, to work be... that job for years. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, you're right. You're right. So big up to everything. mom right there. Big up to Mrs. She's Big Red. smart, yes. yeah. <laughs> <laughs> oh, big man. Up, yes. I want to go ahead and open the floor up to you now, give you the opportunity to go ahead and get all of your contact information out for those who may be listening live or for those who may come back and listen to one of the many, 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 many playback shows. Um, if they're interested in, I don't know, seeing you tomorrow night because they missed the first, you know, um, announcement. If they're interested in the music that's mm-hmm. upcoming, if they want to, you know, get you on some tours, if they want to nominate you for an award that they're giving out, whatever their need may be to reach out to you, the floor is now yours to get all of your contact information out. Well, you know what I'm saying? This is Big Greg. Don't they know Big Craig or Big Red? Big Greg <laughs> with a G. Uh, find me on social media at B-I-G-G-R-E-G-T-L-K. Um, that's on everything. That's on Twitter, on Snapchat, Facebook, Instagram. That's everywhere. B I G G R E G P L K. Um, that's my old rap name, P L K, back in college. Um, go look for that music video on on YouTube. Uh, oh no, video. That's the dopest video in Charlotte right now. Um, I always type in Big Greg Vivo because I got a Vivo channel, and that's when it pops up. So if you want to type that in and look it up, um, or go to my page and um, look at that video. Um, shout out to everybody in Charlotte, North Carolina. Shout out to everybody in Raleigh. Shout out to everybody in the Manifest Music Camp. A big shout out, which I'm going to do on my page um, soon. I'm going to do a video um, shouting out to everyone um, who donated to send my mom on a cruise. Um, she just, I say she just defeated cancer. Um, she believes she just defeated cancer. We just got done with the surgery. They say you got to wait five years to make sure. Um, but she went through about eight um, chemo treatments and then had that surgery done. And she was walking the same day and was walking out the next day. Um, so we're going to send her on a cruise because she don't ask for nothing. But I overheard her, you know, making a joke about it. And we're going to send her on a cruise. And I'm very very thankful for everybody who um, donated to that. So, um, yeah, shout out to Mom, Dukes, the family, the label, my brother, sister, TT, she listening right now. It's my brother's um, soon-to-be wife. Um, shout out to everybody, man. All right. I'm sitting here just smiling on your story because I, I, I think yeah. I saw – I think I saw the GoFundMe link. I never clicked on it, but I think I saw yeah. it. Now, is it still is it still open? It's still open. You know what I'm saying? I'm not greedy, but it, it reached. I mean, I I looked up a, a cruise with a balcony view for her. It's like around thirteen hundred dollars, and people mm-hmm. have been giving. People have gave a little bit and let other people give and said, "Hey, call me if it doesn't get done," and they were gonna. They were going to fix it and uh, or finish it. And, you know, so people have, have already given, and it's up to it's, it's the max. I, mean, I believe you can still give, but, um, you know, I'm not greedy at all or anything like that. All right, but she might need some spending money, you know what I'm saying? So um, Instagram, I'm going to click that link. Instagram is Big Greg PLK. Guys, you can click the link yeah. right there in the bio, and it will take you right to the GoFundMe 
Um, you know, we like to hear success stories like this right here. Um, and mm-hmm. and, yeah. and we just talk about what, you know, his mom did for him, you know, by going, quote, unquote, behind his back and enrolling him into college or applying, you know, for college um, on his behalf mm-hmm. and getting accepted. And now, you know, with this degree, um, that's a mother's love. And now as a son, he's returning. He says his mother never asked for anything. And, and that's something, you know, about parents or as as mothers. I can't speak for the dads. I can speak on behalf of <laughs> us mothers. That's something we don't do. We yeah. don't ask for anything. You know what I'm saying? We put up with you knuckleheads. Yeah. We go without for you knuckleheads, but we make sure. And, and when you get to the point where you can make sure that your mother is straight, do so. You know what I'm saying? Do so. I'm thankful to my kids. You know, they're in positions where they can make sure their moms are straight, you know? So, um, yeah, I shout out to you, Greg, you know, for for what you've done for your mother. And we want her to have an amazing, an amazing cruise. So, yes, I'm going right after the show (laughs) to to put in my donation. But, yes, we want her to have an amazing cruise. We do. Um, I don't care if it's $2. We still love you. Yeah, we want to see pictures. Um, we want the whole nine. All right, guys? It's been fun. <laughs> I will. But we got to run. All right, guys, make sure you're right back here, 6.30 p.m. Eastern Standard Time on Thursday the 27th with um, global award-winning hip-hop artist KZ. And that's it for the month. Mm-hmm. No, it's not. We'll be back on Saturday. Saturday is the last day of the month, right? Yeah, 7 p.m. Eastern Standard Time. <laughs> Your girl, Susie, will be back. We'll be on the couch. We got the bottles of wine chilling right now. You know how we do on Saturday, 7 p.m. Eastern Standard Time, closing out the month of February. And then March, we introduce Quest of a Woman, celebrating women in the music, arts, and entertainment industries. All right? So if you can't make them all, please, please, please do not miss them all. And I'm going to shout out Cody Logan for setting this all up. Hey. All right? You guys have a good night. <laughs> <laughs>